0: on live right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a new theme Thursday, and the new theme of the day is our veterans. That's right. We're yep. celebrating veterans. And Patrick put together a nice playlist of uh, selections that are also uh, – also, veterans as well. The artists yep, are also yep. veterans. So a little something today on a new theme. Thursday, we appreciate Patrick and all of his efforts. My man Corey back there twisting and tweaking the dials right now. We'll get into some Texans and some Cowboys discussion here. Uh, we'll also get into some other NFL news, notes, and nuggets. You got a Thursday night football game tonight, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, so we yeah. can preview uh, that matchup as well. Uh, but the uh, one of the big topic of discussion, at least for Cowboys fans right now, is whether Odell Beckham Jr. He's going to end up being a Cowboy, and you do have now multiple players, including uh, Michael Parsons, uh, also including Ezekiel Elliott, who are openly recruiting Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, via the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, Michael Parsons said, uh, Blank, we can use him. I think he's a great player. He'll expand this offense. He's a guy you want on the team. Beside all the other critic stuff that people make up and ish about him, he can add real value to the team and help us do what we want to do. Uh, Zeke said simply, we want him. We want OBJ.
1: Yeah. We know exactly what type of player he is. We know how explosive he can be. And we, what he can bring to this offense. What's taking so long? It would right? be great to get him down here in Dallas. So my question. What's taking so long? To you and Jarrah and Steven, cat boy, cat boy, cat boy. It's does right. that have something to do with it? But the bigger question is, what does that say to all the other wide receivers in that locker room? Y'all oh. haven't got it done yet? So we going to go get an explosive player that can change the dynamic of our locker room? Or is it, do they take it personal?
0: Um, that's a good question. I don't think it should be personal because Michael Gallup's coming off the injury. Mm-hmm. James Washington is still injured. Yep. Um, and for CD, he shouldn't feel threatened because this is to help him even more. Yep. So, yeah, I, I don't think they should see it that way. Maybe they will. Uh, but I don't think they should see it as a threat. The Cowboys, and Noah Brown
1: is hurt too still.
0: Yeah, you just have so yeah. many injuries that yeah. you just need more proven commodities. And I will say he's coming off an injury too. So some Cowboys fans could argue, well, you're going to get a guy that's coming off yeah, an injury yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, dealing yeah. with injuries? Yes, I get it. I understand it. But this is more about what I what, remember I told you guys. The, the, the front office, their job is to look long-term. They're looking. They got a vision for the long-term. The Cowboys in that locker room, they're, uh, they're a day-to-day. All right, they're yep. all about one foot in front of the other, and they're day to day, they're week to week. But the Cowboys front office can look toward the playoffs and go, "All right, we look like we're a playoff team. We might not win a division because the Eagles might have that locked up. Uh, so where 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 do we sit, and where white where where might we end up falling in the playoff hierarchy, and where might our seating be, and our uh, and and who we end up facing? Right. And if we end up facing this team, this matchup, we're going to need this. And I think that Odell Beckham Jr. is a playoff move for sure. That's all about the playoffs, it's not really for the regular season. I think the Cowboys understand they're going to finish the regular season pretty much with this identity, but you do need to evolve in the playoffs. You're playing against better teams, you're playing against uh better coaches who have better schemes. And in, in the playoffs with the Rams, it's exactly what Odell Beckham Jr. did. He had eight games with the Rams, really didn't do much in the regular season 27 receptions, 305 yards, but in the playoffs, including the Super Bowl, 25 receptions, 316 yards just in the playoffs alone. That's what you want.
1: But don't. But during that time, doesn't you need? don't you need to have him in the system for a while yeah, to, so get saying like, a, to get it so, acclimated? So when you sign yeah. him
0: now, you're not signing yeah. him to have an a, immediate record. impact. Yeah. You're, having, you're signing him for an impact in the playoffs yeah. for the postseason because yeah. it will take him time to acclimate himself to the system, familiarize himself with the system, chemistry with the quarterback, all that kind of stuff.
1: My biggest thing is I got to see what my man uh, Dak Prescott. Let's see when he starts talking about it, then I think Jarrah will still – Jerry might start listening to it. Mm, okay. I, I mean, I just look at it this way. I'm a big fan of Odell, always have been going back to his days at LSU. I knew the plays that he was making before. It's like, boom, oh, speak of the devil. Here we go, three hours ago, Dak Prescott. Anytime you have a chance to add a talent like that and knowing Odell, Do knowing it. his resume, it. it's exciting.
0: Do it. But
1: understanding it is also a business And I'm sure there's 31 other teams that would love to add him as well. So, Dak is trying to.
0: He's been a politician. Yeah, he's,
1: you know, he said the same thing. He's basically saying we want him. Mm -hmm. But. We're not going to go out of our way to yeah. get him, you know. We he, understand it.
0: He doesn't want – because if he know, he knows yeah. that his, <laughs> his words are going to go viral. Exactly. If he, says, oh, if, he, if he acts like Zeke and says, I won't, I, I won't OBJ, exactly. we want exactly Or right Micah. Now. Or Micah. He's yeah. that strong in yeah. his statement. Yeah. He knows. That goes viral. And everybody goes, hey, Jerry, your quarterback wants OBJ. What are you doing? Yep. So yep. he's smart enough to know, hey, man, I got to – my boss. Yep. Man, I got to go have a conversation. Me and him text at night. He probably calls me randomly. Yep. As soon as that statement goes viral, he'll get a call from Jerry going, be uh, <laughs> in a really uh a really uh, confounding situation right no, now oh. it's uh it's gonna be really difficult for me to go out there with the media uh with what you just said now we uh, you might have forced my hand yeah. that kind of thing right? yeah you, you put me in that. a bad spot, yeah, so you don't want to deal with that, so i think that's why. <laughs> Daiquiri. <laughs> Daiquiri. <laughs> uh but yeah I think that yeah I think you're right but i think Dak wants it to he's probably got the same uh, incentive and motivation, if you will, that a guy like Zeke does because it will totally transform that offense, especially for Dak. Uh, But right now maybe Jerry is still reluctant to sign a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. because he doesn't want the blowback of people bringing back up the uh, Amari Cooper situation. And also maybe he doesn't want to pay what the market – Whatever. Value is right now. I, I don't yeah, know. Very whatever, fair. whatever the market demands of a hurt yeah. Odell. I don't know what that would be right now. I don't think anybody actually does. So uh, that's what the Cowboys discussion is all about. Uh, getting back to a matchup with the Packers, though. I grow I grow more and more confident the more research I do about this matchup between the Packers and the Cowboys. I mean, the Packers are banged up at wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're pretty much at an all-time low, if you look at it, under Aaron Rodgers, with Aaron Rodgers as starting quarterback, uh, in terms of the overall morale of the team. And I went and looked at – the, uh, the injury report for them, and they may not have Romeo Dobbs available because he suffered a high ankle sprain. So, dealing with an injury with him, uh, they got some other injuries to their wide receiving core. Maybe two of their uh, starting wide receivers may be dealing with injuries. I don't see them being able to take advantage and exploit the Cowboys' secondary. I do think they may try to run the ball on the Cowboys, and they may have success running the ball on the Cowboys because that is their weakness. That's the one big issue the Cowboys have had. They brought Jonathan Hankins in to try to shore up the rush defense. He's been fantastic for them. Uh, they allowed 3.5 yards per rush in the one game he played and uh, snaps he was on the field. But when he was off the field, they allowed almost 6 yards per rush. So he's the guy. All right? You want to keep him in basically in the most advantageous situations for him to be successful, and that's on early rundowns. So he only played, I believe, the Bears game. He ended up playing 11, uh, 11 snaps where they ran the football, I should mm-hmm. say that. Mm-hmm. Um, if he's going to give you 20 to 25 snaps a game, somewhere around there, Man, as long as they're all on early rundowns, <laughs> right. man, you can really maximize that guy's value and impact. So I, I, I love that pickup. I, I, I would like a pickup a wide receiver. I'm <laughs> sure you would too. Oh, they're gonna sure. get help at wide receiver. James Washington gets healthy. Michael Gallup gets healthier. Uh, that's gonna help him out. You talked about Noah Brown when he gets healthy. They're gonna get healthier at wide receiver. So yes, Odell Beckham Jr., that pickup would be. It'll be integral to them uh, evolving that offense, especially the passing game. But I don't know if it's a necessity. For nope, them. No, no. Jonathan Hankins was a necessity. Well, yes, that's for what I was them. just
1: about to say. You, you, you hit the nail on the head. If he can come in and be that impactful player that they thought he was going to be, they've already made some changes on that defensive line. Um, We've talked about it. The biggest thing, the biggest problem for the Cowboys is their run defense. And now that they've had some chances and gone through some things this week, they're not going to have to worry about the run as much because the Packers don't have a running game. But this is still an opportunity. They don't for have you a passing game either, right? But that's what. <laughs> so what they're going to do? Just hand it off the entire time? They got better. To somebody at, back?
0: They got better athletes and more proven commodities in the running game. With Aaron Jones and with AJ Dillon, yeah, than they do in the passing game. For sure, with what For sure. Christian Watson and Sammy Watkins yep. who's hurt yep. and Romeo Dobbs who's hurt, um, you know, I I just think they, if you're gonna beat the Cowboys, you got to do it by running the football. Yeah, and you got to stay out of passing situations. Keep that
1: offense off the field
0: and keep their offense off yep. the field. But you don't want to just start passing the football against the Cowboys and lead the NFL in sacks. And they have probably the most prolific and the most impactful pass rusher in Michael Parsons. You don't want to be in that situation. You want to be able to run the football against the Cowboys, and they do actually have the personnel to do it. They got yeah. two quality running backs, and they have a quality offensive line, and you'll make Aaron Rodgers' job a little bit easier. And I hate to say that because he shouldn't. You know. A guy you're paying, what, 50 something million dollars a year to, you shouldn't be trying to make his job necessarily easier. He should make your job easier, but he's struggling. Two through, to uh, he actually uh, threw two red zone interceptions. Last yep. week versus the Detroit Lions, first time in his career, he's done that. He's struggling. When your quarterback is struggling, you run the rock.
1: Yep, you he, do run the rock. Everybody Lean knows that.
0: Quarterback is struggling, run the rock.
1: Well, here's here's to go back to back up what you were talking about. Sammy Watkins, wide receiver for the Packers, did not practice today. He's hurt. Romeo Dobbs did not practice today. Alan Lazard, limited in practice today. He's another wide receiver there. Aaron Jones, the running back. Limited in practice today, Christian Watson, the wide receiver we were talking about earlier, coming from North Dakota State, full participant oh, in practice. So he had one of his wow. players at at wide receiver that practiced today. Yeah. So you're right. They're they're in a tough, tough spot. But uh, even Aaron Rodgers did not practice today. Is that true? That's very true. I'm looking at it wow. right now.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. I so. can't believe it Actually, on a Thursday too. Yeah.
1: Well, he's he's figured if everybody else is off, why can't I take off too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, the quarterback of this team. Yeah, man. The, uh, the yeah. Green Bay
0: Packers just seem out of sorts. They do as a franchise. They just seem like they don't really have any confidence. Uh, and just, you haven't seen that from an Aaron Rodgers quarterback yep. team. So I think the Cowboys are going to go in there, and I, th- I don't th- whether they cover, cover the number or not, that's a big conversation. I think it's our five-point favorite. Four and a half. Okay, so that's, uh, that makes yeah, sense. That, that should yeah. be coming closer to being a three-point yeah,
1: yeah, line, yeah. honestly. But they're on the road, and they're the, they're the favorite. They're the
0: favorite. You know, I know. know what I'm saying? I so know. It's one of those yeah. things where a, you're like. In a neutral location, it be yeah. like a touchdown. Yeah. But I think it's close. it should be closer to the Cowboys being favored by three. Yeah. On the road to Lambeau, I think you'll get a, a really good fight from 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 Green Bay. I just don't know if they have enough weapons. I don't know if they have enough personnel right. to keep up with the Cowboys.
1: It's crazy they don't. To say that. They don't. Yeah. I don't think they have the personnel Not to keep up with Green the Cowboys. The thing about it is the Cowboys going on the road being able to control the game is going to be the biggest factor. I mean, you look at it, they don't have people that are even practicing. No. Like how are where's the cohesiveness? They don't have it. You, they're they're in a very bad spot. Aaron Rodgers lost 5 games in a row. It's
0: unbelievable. That is crazy yeah, you when you think
1: that. about it over his career and what's gone on throughout it. Even when he had bad teams, they still find a way to win ball games. And last week was the perfect example. That was the streak that should have been broken. Yep. You're playing the, the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions, baby. Where everybody gets healthy against them. Hey. And not this week. It not last week, so he's still in that position, and that's why we talked about this yesterday. I'm a little nervous about this game because I'm looking at it, I'm looking at these numbers, I'm looking at the matchup, I'm looking. It just looks too obvious. I'm
0: not. I'm not nervous about it. I'm, I'm not a Cowboys fan like you. I'm a quasi right. right. cowboy mean, I've been hurt before, Rob. I think. I've that, been hurt. Yeah. I, honestly, <laughs> I think it's. I think for the Cowboys. They match up really well with this Green Bay Packers team. And, like I said, this specific Green Bay Packers team has no momentum. None. At all. all. And no confidence. They're not playing with any confidence either. The Texans, flipping the script a little bit, uh, they're not playing with much confidence either. They shouldn't be playing with any confidence. Um, They have to take on the New York Giants. Good news for the Texans if you're a Texans fan. They get Brandon Cooks back. Uh, into the fold. We're not even really sure why Brandon Cooks was out. I assume that it was, has something to do with his disagreement with yep. management uh, and how they dealt with the trade deadline and his status with the team uh, about the trade deadline. But he's going to be back with the team. That's a good thing because Davis Mills uh, needs as many weapons around him as possible, especially as wide receiver one. That won't be the big issue for the Texans. Their big issue will be trying to stop Saquon Barkley, which I can tell you right now. The the worst rush defense in the league has no chance right. of stopping uh, Saquon. Brock. <laughs> they got no shot. They couldn't stop. I mean, that's just the reality. They couldn't stop Derrick Henry when they played him. He yep. ran all over them. If they play a marquee running back, and the Eagles didn't have one, the Eagles are a good team. They don't have a bell cow. Yep. They don't have a, a workhorse. Mr. Sanders is it? it yeah. Yeah. I mean, they got a good uh, running game, but they don't have a one guy. But if you got a guy all right, uh, that you can put in the backfield, that you consider a bell or workhorse, man, that's a Texans' worst nightmare. And Saquon Barkley, he is him, as, he, as the young folks would say. He is him. He is him. Yeah. Uh, no question. So they're going to be able to run all the Texans. But the Texans' saving grace is they might be able to run all over yep. their, their opponent. And they did that to the Eagles. Hell, man, Damian Pierce has been the real deal against the Eagles. He had, I think, 102 of his yards came after contact versus the Eagles. He is now leading all rookies in rushing yards after contact with 562 in rushes for first downs and in forced missed tackles. He's actually second in forced missed tackles in the league. He's the best player on offense for the Texans.
1: Yep. He's a,
0: he, even he, uh, even you look through the offensive lineman; he's the best player on offense. Yeah, you side were
1: side. talking about those numbers yes. about the all he, where he ranks number one in, and that's yeah. broken tackles, twenty six. Yeah. First down, first down, rushing yards. He's he's got forty rushing first downs. Yeah. He's the reason why they can keep the ball. He's sixth in rushing in on, in the league with yep. six hundred and seventy eight yards. I mean, this guy has been a breath of fresh air, and this was a pick that came a little bit late. This was a guy that a well, lot of people had on their radar but didn't understand. And and when he was first drafted, everybody in Houston was like, wait, what? Who is this guy? Now all of a sudden you see – because you're a football (laughs) (laughs) smart. These guys I'm looking at and I'm like – This dude is going to make an impact, and and that's exactly what he's been able to do. Now, if they can figure out what's going to happen with Davis Mills, they're positioning themselves. Mm What would you say? Right now they're lined up to be the first or second. They have have the first pick right now. Yeah, as of right now. first and the
0: tenth, I think.
1: Yeah. So they're they're positioning themselves to be very high up there with this draft pick. But, man, when you're looking at this Texan team, we all talk about it every week. They look good for a little bit. Then all of a sudden, you get a breakdown by Davis Mills, and he throws a pick. Yeah. It makes you wonder, is he tanking? He's been having, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: the front officer yeah. is, and maybe Davis Mills is too. but an yeah, sure, yeah. interception. <laughs> uh, but, no, I, I, I do remember da- uh, Damian Pierce, though, in college, and I do remember the big complaint of him in college. Uh, Florida fans were mad because he wasn't getting the ball enough. Yeah. There's some of the same complaints that Longhorn fans have had about Bijan at <laughs> yeah. one time. And that people basically made fun and mocked Dan Mullen for his time there. He never played more than 23 snaps in a game in Florida.
1: Yeah, that's ridiculous. He
0: never got more than 15 touches. Sorry, he got 15 touches twice. 15-plus touches twice in his career. That's it. S- silliness, at man. In Florida. Silliness. Yeah, so he – he he was he was a good player. He just they never got never got a chance to be the featured back in any system. Right. But he's definitely the featured guy for the Texans, and he's taking full advantage of it. No doubt about it. Amen. amen. Um, all right, well, we got NFL games happening tonight. You got the Thursday night matchup, uh, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. We'll talk about that a little bit, but also go around the NFL, get some of the other NFL news, notes, and nuggets from around the league. You got some really marquee, really good marquee matchups coming up this weekend, so we'll talk about that. We're live from Randall is at the Brody and a Slaughter location right at that intersection. We're going to be out here for about 34 more minutes. And you can meet, you got 34 more minutes to sign up for those Texas TCU tickets. We're giving away four separate pair of tickets. One of those lucky pair of tickets will be upgraded to a VIP status. So come on out here. you still got time to put your name in the registration box. You don't have to be present to win, but you got to put your name in the registration box. We'll come right back. We're live from Randall's. This is Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The Horn.
1: You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. You can't touch
0: this. My, 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 you can't my, my music is so hard. All right, welcome back The Ball Don't Lie right here on 104 Down the Horn. New theme Thursday. Uh, that's when my man Patrick comes up with a brand new theme. We're supposed to be able to guess what that theme is based on the selections that are played on New Theme Thursday. And Harj and I were terrible on New Theme Thursday, but Patrick felt sorry for us. So he told us that it was Veterans Day. Veterans yep, yep. are the focus of New Theme Thursday. So shout out to all the veterans out there. Uh, we're out here at Randall's. Uh, shout out to the folks here at Randall's for all their hospitality. Thank and you. Shout out to all the fans who've come out as well. Really appreciate you guys coming by. Best part of this job is meeting all the listeners, but you still have a chance to sign up. You got about 26 minutes, actually 25 plus, to sign up and register for the Texas TCU tickets we're giving away. We're giving away four separate pair of Texas TCU tickets. One of those lucky pair will be upgraded to VIP status. All you got to do is register, put your name in the registration box. You don't have to be present to win, uh, but put your name in the registration box, and uh, we'll let you know probably within an hour after the show's done if you're a winner of those tickets. If not, you're still a winner. You're just not a winner of those tickets. <laughs> That's still a winner in our book. Uh, all right, uh, tonight, hopefully mm, – the uh, the Atlanta Falcons or the Carolina Panthers will yep, be hoping yep. to be a winner. Nobody likes a tie. Hopefully, uh, one <laughs> of those teams is going to come out a winner. And I'm not sure to, the Texans. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, good point. That's that's fair. That is fair. Uh, but yeah, I think people are surprised about Atlanta right now. Yep. Right.
1: I think Marcus Mariota being able to come in. They still don't, you know, how to use Kyle Pitts yet. Uh, Marcus yep. Mariota even came out and said, We're, "I've got to do a better job mm-hmm. of getting him the football yep. because he is that talented." Um, yeah you're right they're they're kind of a surprise because their defense has been really really good it has they've been, been playing man. well Taekwon Graham yep guess where he's from
0: Okay. <laughs> See, oh, Temple, Texas, baby. 254 claimed Elvis and Jackie Robinson. All today. in the same day.
1: <laughs> and we threw in Taekwondo Gray. <laughs> we did Gray. So, like, yeah,
0: 254 yeah. claiming everybody. You might be from the 254 and not even know. You might be from the 254 and you just don't know. Just don't know. <laughs>
1: but, yeah, that team has been really, really good. Um, I've been impressed because Marcus Mariota is someone that's got a pretty. You know, I wouldn't say he got a bad rap. He just didn't have a good rap. No. Uh, people kind of gave up on him, and this guy has that. been very consistent with his play. He got his opportunity to, to take over in Atlanta, and he's done a great job. His leadership skills are off the chart, and everybody seems to be following him. So when you look at this team, you're like, damn, yeah. I didn't expect them to be in this spot. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they're leading the division.
0: Yeah, and it's a it's a crazy division it's a right ugly now division. Too. Yeah, it's yeah. an ugly division. U G L Y, no alibi. <laughs> uh, but how about this Atlanta right now? Sixty four percent run rate on first down. Um, they're only passing thirty seven percent of the time in the second half. Yeah, I mean they are just talk about an unconventional recipe to win. That is the low. By the way, that's the lowest rate of any team in the last ten years passing rate of, uh, sorry, their passing rate of 37% in the second half. Wow. So they're on pace for the second fewest pass attempts per game by any team since 1990. <laughs> That's
1: crazy. Yeah. I mean, just even thinking about it because the game is all about passing. Not anymore. Not, not for, a not lot for of these them. Games. And actually yeah.
0: this year is strange, right? The NFL is actually averaging uh, as a league 4.5 yards per rush, which would rank as the all-time record for yards per rush by the NFL. The average team has rushed for over 120 yards per game this year. That is uh, the first time since 1988 the huh. NFL teams are averaging that much rushing. It's, it's, it, part of it's the quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are adding like 20, 30 yards to everybody's rushing total because quarterbacks can now move around. But a lot of it is, yeah, I mean, teams are now, because of all the two high shell looks on all the three high safety looks, hey, you got to run the ball. They're inviting, you. They're, they're inviting you to run the ball. They're telling you, listen, I'm not going to give you a deep pass. I'm going to give you the run. Yeah. You have the advantage in the box with the numbers. You have right. more blockers than I do defenders because I'm using my defenders to stop the deep passing game. So teams are deciding, uh, just like the Big 12 did, we're going to run the football with our hybrid spread schemes rather than passing it. And Atlanta is a primary example of that. I do like Arthur Smith a lot, though. I'm a big fan of his. Yep. And I, I do, it's an unconventional recipe. But like I said, I do think he, he's going to have some success sooner rather than later. Like you said, maybe he's already having success because he's got Marcus Mariota yep. as his quarterback, and he's you know, in the contention to win that division, which nobody thought would happen, not even him. Uh, and
1: they have Cordell Patterson back now. And running, yeah, back. running back, yeah, so, and he's powerful.
0: That is the that is the most un that was the most unlikely and probably the strangest, most bizarre <laughs> transformation we've seen from any player, going from wide receiver in his youth and in his prime, right, to running back in his old age, right.
1: Like and he was, he was basically a kickoff
0: returner for a lot he of. He was time. a return. He specialist. was
1: big time in yeah. the return game. And that's how he pr- pretty much made his bones. And then all of a sudden they were like, you know what? He was – he. what do they call Cordell Stewart? Like the jackknife or whatever he was. Swiss a slash, a, a slash. Slash. That's what he was. He was that slashing type of player. And then all of a sudden they were like, you know what? I know you wear number 84, but we're going to line you up in the running back position and let you get the ball. And, again, he just comes off the injured reserve last week, Score or injured list. Two touchdowns. As soon think he's as he got comes like back,
0: close to 400 yards rushing too. He might get close to having thousand yards this year.
1: If if he wouldn't have been hurt, he might he already be, would be there. there. Yeah, you're yeah, right about that. Yeah. And we also get to watch our man Deontay Foreman, who now takes over the running back position for the Carolina Panthers tonight. So we got horns on the field yeah. on both sides of the ball.
0: Deontay was having some really good games. Remember he had that mm-hmm. when they beat the Bucks. He had 118 rushing yards yep. when they beat the Bucks. Uh, and he, he was eight, i think he averaged almost eight yards per rush in that game where they beat the bucks he had a sixty yard run followed that up with another good week and yeah i mean he is he's had a hell of a resurgence if you will reinvention of his career um at with with now the Panthers. He is their
1: leading rusher, by the way. Yeah. He is their leading rusher. He's got 60 carries for 296 yards. And Cordell Patterson, 71 rushes, 384 yards, five touchdowns.
0: And I want to say most of that for Deontay Farmy came in the last two weeks.
1: Yeah, because remember, he Christian McCaffrey was the starting running yeah. back there. <clears throat> and they were sharing it with Chuba Hubbard.
0: Yeah. So I and say now
1: that's... Deontay is taking over that position and yeah. starting to run with it.
0: I bet he's got 200 in fifty yards, like in in that two. In the last fan. three weeks, like yeah, yeah probably yeah. last three weeks. You probably right. Yep. Probably close to the yep. two hundred and sixty some yards in the last two weeks. He's been really, really good for them. Uh, the problem with Carolina is that quarterback situation. Yep. Um, uh, P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker was terrible last game. He was zero of five with two interceptions on passes past the line of scrimmage last game. Carolina, how about this? I, I'm sad I went down a rabbit hole to find this information. <laughs> Carolina worst third and five plus yards uh, offense in the league. When you're, you're going third and five plus yards to gain to convert, they are only converting eighteen point seven percent of those third and five plus yards to gain. That is the worst number in the league, and they are the second worst team in the league when it comes to three and out rate. Forty one percent of their drives are three and outs.
1: Yep. So unbelievable unbelievable. Just give it to Deontay. Well, going back Hand to what it you to said. Deontay. So, on October 23rd against Tampa, they won the game. He had 15 carries for 118 yards. Yep. Against Atlanta last week, uh 2 or uh, 11 days ago, matter of fact, he had 26 carries for 118 yards yep. and then last week so against last week, Cincinnati, he, yeah. he had a bad week. Last week. But he he had the bad la- week. but the two weeks prior Probably. to yeah. is where he made the majority so of the shots. yeah, like drives.
0: 200, almost 240 yards in those two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then had, had a bad performance last week. I think he might be ready to bounce back. Considering P.J. Walker's performance, yeah. if Deontay Foreman is on your fantasy team, that would be the guy.
1: Load him up. You want to – exactly. Load him up. That's
0: the guy I'm going to start uh, today, no question about it. Uh, all right, uh, real quick, got a couple of uh, NFL news notes and nuggets that I want to throw out here just really quickly. So, we're talking about the NFL. Um, I saw, uh, just so everybody knows, gambling uh, degenerates out there. And I threw this number out there yesterday. Quit talking about me. (laughs) That's it. I'm not judging you because I'm a degenerate too, just not of the gambling variety. Unders in prime time, remember, 64% of the time. Yep. 64% of the time this season. The unders have hit in prime time
1: boom, boom
0: that is higher than any other number right now uh, in in the gambling sports gambling world. Unders are hitting at sixty percent period, but unders in prime time that number jumps to sixty four percent forty
1: one and a half is that is that that 's the over under tonight
0: you had pJ Walker last we couldn't complete a pass fa- past the line of scrimmage
1: yeah until that last play where oh that was two weeks ago where he threw the deep ball. To DJ Moore, and he took his helmet off, and yeah, they ended yeah. up losing the game because <laughs> he couldn't. They got yeah. a 15-yard penalty, so yeah.
0: uh, I I would take the under there. Just throwing it out there for the folks out there, if you want a, a good bet. That's probably one of the good ones. <laughs> Just, yeah, there yeah, you go.
1: Already took it.
0: How, see, <laughs> hard's a man that likes to put his money where his mouth is. Already took it. That's a That's a damn good thing. Yeah. All right, you still got a little bit of time. You don't have a ton of time. You got about. Uh, you got about sixteen minutes to come on out here to Randall's. We're at the Brody and Slaughter location right there at the intersection. There, uh, we're giving away. Four separate pairs of tickets to the Texas TCU matchup this weekend. And all you got to do is come out here and put your name in the registration box. It's just that simple. You don't have to be present to win. Put your name in the registration box. Uh, and then if you're lucky enough to win those tickets, we will let you know. We'll come right back. Uh, we'll wrap this thing up, put it in the oven, and let you know what's on tap for us right here. At Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The horn. Pop a
1: top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash out?
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I've been known
1: to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice, cool drink? That's oh, really good. That's good. That is... Good. That That's... is... Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Uh, Before we do that, we'll let you know what's on tap for us first of all, let me thank the good folks out here at Randall's, the Brody and the Slaughter location. Uh, they've been uh, so Your great. Your home away from home. Yeah, I love this spot. I'm like five minutes away so I appreciate all the hospitality. Also, we appreciate all the fans who came out, not only to register for the Texas TCU tickets but also someone just came out to say hi. Yep, uh, Got sure. in traffic just to come out and meet us and uh, trust me, at heart, uh, I can uh, really vouch for them at heart. It's the best part of this job is meeting the fans, hanging out to listen so we appreciate Absolutely. each and every one of you guys. Alright, what on tap for tonight for you, hard. Right, what you got on tap for the I'm gonna league? watch
1: this Westlake uh, Cedar Ridge game, Ooh, that's and right. then I'm gonna watch some of this NFL game too.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna watch the uh, Thursday night football game tonight. And you say we can stream the Westlake game? Yes. Correct. Yep.
1: K-X-A-N. Right. KXAN.com.
0: Okay, I might no. stream. Uh, I might stream some of that as well. Uh, don't forget that we will be out at Bevo Boulevard. To yes. remind everybody, on Saturday, the pregame festivities start up at two thirty. Two thirty. Bevo Boulevard. Two thirty. Uh, gate two. That's right. I believe it's gate two that we're uh, closest to. So, come on out. Uh, we'll be out there, me, my, uh, me, myself, and I. Oh, yeah, he's going to be there All, if I, if All I, three of y'all. Me, myself, and I. <laughs> All three of y'all. <laughs> e. Hogan, uh, <laughs> Hardball Harge, and myself That's will right. be out there for the pregame festivities starting at 2.30. So, come on out uh, if you're in the neighborhood. Uh, right now, Harge, I got to tell you, I mean, I, I think, you know, right now my pick is Texas over TCU. I could change that. All yeah, yep. right, you're 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 picking Texas, too, right now? Pretty much. You guys know I'm not a homer, so this is based yeah. on research and analysis. I don't just pick Texas for the sake of picking Texas. I would love to do that because I uh, <laughs> make my weekends a whole lot more cheerful. Uh, but, no, I'm picking Texas. I think it's a good matchup for Texas. I think Texas actually does have the advantage. We'll break that down, obviously, in a lot more detail tomorrow and obviously on the pregame. Yep. It starts up at 2.30 on Saturday. Looking forward to that. Uh, all right, we're actually going to pull a winner, too. Right after the show. Four of them. Yeah, we're going to pull a winner of the ticket giveaway after the show. Got four separate pairs for giving away. So if you don't hear from us in the next hour or so, or hear from the beautiful and talented and lovely Christina in the next hour or so, probably means – Oh, Macy. Macy. Okay, sorry. I didn't know. And Macy. And Macy, sorry. And the beautiful and talented. Yes. And the wickedly talented Wickedly talented. I thought KK always does it. Huh? So I guess she decided. She's, yeah, okay. got, she's got a new KK. She's now giving up all the responsibility. I get you on that. But if you don't hear from the horn in the next there hour. There it is. There it is. That means you probably didn't win the tickets. I right, Remember the Revolution went out to the televised. It doesn't make you a loser, just not a winner today. Today. Right. Uh, remember the Revolution won't be televised. We talk about it right here on Ball Don't Live. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves more importantly. Take care of each other. Peace.